Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful, happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. I am super excited about this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast with Mr. Steven Scoggins because he is a multi-million dollar serial entrepreneur, best-selling author, and creator of Transform You and the host of the Stuck to Unstoppable podcast. He empowers people to take authority over their lives by teaching them how to bring their highest aspirations into reality. Steven takes his 43 years of setbacks, failures, breakdowns, losses, successes, and comebacks, and transparency transparently uses them to provide simple yet effective step-by-step exercises to help anyone break their, their limitations. You guys are going to love this episode with Steven. Now, when you do, shout him out. Check him out online at stevenscoggins.com. But I really enjoy Steven. He's got great energy, and uh, you'll see why. All right, now let's dive in. And real quick, guys, I just want to give a huge shout out to this episode's sponsor, Nootopia, who is making the best brain optimizing supplements in the game. You can go to nootopia.com forward slash happy hustle, save yourself some money, get some brain optimizing nootropic supplements, and check it out. All right, Steven Scoggins, welcome to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my man. I am super excited to connect. Yeah, dude, man. It's been a long time, man. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll with you. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, man. I mean, I did the intro already, but just for those people out there, like Steven is truly one of my favorite humans. And I, and I don't say that lightly. Like, I know we spent some good time together in North Carolina, and it really was just so evident your heart and how you show up in the world and how many people um, actually you know, feel the love from you and, and you're a serial entrepreneur. You're the host of, you know, stuck to unstoppable podcast. You're, you know, an author, you have so much going on, but one thing that I was truly impressed with was just your heart and how you give it oh, so freely. Thanks, so I just wanted to mention that now, Steven, before we get into all that good stuff about your business and everything you're up to in the world, <laughs> what is something interesting about yourself that not too many people know? Ah, oh, interesting. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I'm pretty boring, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, let's see. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, what could be interesting? Oh, I'm a, I'm a Wolverine fanatic. I think that's pretty interesting, right? You know, the, the comics, the, well, Hugh Jackman, I love him to death, um, but he's six foot something or other. And the, the real Wolverine in the comics was five foot something, um, five foot burly and, you know, stocky kind of a little bit like me. So me and Wolverine were buddies. For sure. Love it. That's great. He is a, he, I mean, he's a beast that, uh, Wolverine, I mean, <laughs> yeah. definitely awesome superhero. Well, cool, man. Well, let's dive in. Give us a little backstory. I mean, tell us kind of what got you into the entrepreneurship game and, and how'd you, you know, come to, to really host these amazing events and this awesome podcast and be connected with so many, you know, rock star entrepreneurs, like just give us a little backstory. 
Oh gosh. Uh, I'll give you the short story. Cause it, we could literally do like seven podcasts on my, on my weird life, like Forrest Gump. Um, you know, as, you know, as my mom was talking as them, was it stupid is a stupid does. And, uh, you know, for me, I was, I was, you know, I, I grew up in a difficult environment. Um, I bounced around from my, my parents who got divorced and with my grandmother, grandmother uh, then passed away, then lived with my dad, got into construction. Um, dad struggled with alcohol and a few other things. That's when I met my first mentor, Steve Myrick, um, who ultimately started me on a course of changing my life. Uh, it took me some time to get there. Um, you know, I, unfortunately I betrayed Steve. He gave me everything I needed to start my first business. And, um, I betrayed him in that I got super successful, super fast at 19 years old. And like any other person in the world that, um, when their character is not, um, the same caliber as their opportunity, you tend to get crushed under the character. Mm. So I, I did that, lost everything, um, all the way to the point of being uh, homeless for a little while. And uh, was forced to literally under under the stars one night hear Steve Myrick's voice in my head, and it was like you have to be willing to do today what others don't, so you can have tomorrow what others won't. And I remember in that moment being like, "What the heck have I have allowed myself to get into? How the hell did I get here? What am I doing?" Like that kind of stuff. And that began to shake me out. And then I went to a a public restroom and I stared at myself in the mirror and just started breaking down crying. And I realized that I was the problem, but more importantly, I was also the solution. And I went to work. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I found my faith uh, within a few days after that. And within a few days after that, Steve gave me a second chance and uh, built my first business out of the trash pile. So when when you ask the question, you know, how did you get into entrepreneurship? Yeah. Easy answer: necessity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. Um, Ironically, like five or six years later, five or six years later, we discovered that uh, uh, through one of the strengths finder tool things that you, you see, you know, it's like, you know, this is what you're good at. This is what you're not good at kind of thing. If I'd have been anything other than an entrepreneur, I would have probably stayed homeless, to be honest with you. So, um, I've, you know, I love what business is. I love what it does. I love how it, how it requires you to become better at being you. Mm. in order to scale a business or a team or whatever. In fact, I actually discovered that one of the greatest um, mistakes that I ever made in business, and this is this is something to write down, so hopefully your listeners appreciate this. The greatest mistake I ever made in building a business was not building myself first. Mm. Because what happened was, is my business, even the second attempt, outpaced my growth, which means I became a less, well, successful leader. Right. I was more of a boss, more of a point your finger at your face, you're doing it wrong kind of mentality, like do it my way, gritty, driving, pushing, like super defensive. And it wasn't that long after that um, that I had a wake up call with another mentor of mine that um, is a nat, you know, obviously has a huge national brand, went to one of his conferences and um, proceeded to get my teeth kicked in for three days in a row in leadership. And I was like, if you're not doing this, you're not a leader and this has got to be you. And I'm like, Oh, I suck. Right. <laughs> and that was my wake up call, man. And then, you know, from there, you know, I started working on me and lo and behold, the, the, the company started quadrupling literally year after year after year for probably five years in a row. Um, you know, my largest company is, is, is doing really well. We're well into the eight figures and, um, you know, got a few hundred team members and then, uh, you know, I got to the point where they were doing amazing things all themselves. I mean, in other words, I've got a great executive team. I've got a great team in general, and um, they know I love them. They know I care about them. They know I want to see them win. And um, 
I started having this burning desire in my heart to go out there and start making a, a bigger difference in the world, which I know that you talk about a whole lot. It's not just like, hey, go out and hustle and hustle and grind and grind and hustle and hustle and grind. You're like, why are you hustling and grinding kind of thing? And, yeah. you know, I, I found my uh, what I what I mentioned in the transfer you this this past week was um, there was this moment where I found my voice. And I believe that we all have that inner voice and we all have to give ourselves that the power to use and utilize that inner voice. And as a result, you know, I started uh, coaching and speaking and writing. And next thing you know, I'm, you know, I'm just, I just do my thing. You know, I go out there and I try to help people. And, you know, it's, it's funny about when you go out to help somebody, they, they tell their friends that you help them. And then they're like, Hey, can you help me? And then, the, you know, it's just, that's your scalable model is how, you know, it's help one and then you'll help many. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's kind of my two cents. I don't know if that's a too short of a story, but if I told you the whole story, it would take a while. No, man, that's great. I, I mean, I love that you just ha had the mindset of service over self, you know, and that's what ripples, you know, people, yeah. people need help. And that's what really business comes down to is helping others solve their problems. For and sure. and you figured out a way to do that in the construction arena, in personal growth and development and entrepreneurship and, and business and podcasting and speaking. And, and I know you have a lot of irons in the fire and one of the uh, questions that comes to mind just, you know, is how do you actually achieve that work-life balance? Because you yeah. are so busy, you do have so much going on. And one thing I love to talk about with the happy hustle is how you can be happy within the hustle and have that blissful mm -hmm. balance. And I'm curious, what does is, what is work-life balance look like for you now? Man, I wish I could tell you that I had that figured out. I'm going to be, I'm just going to be, if it's cool with you, I'll just be transparent with everybody because- yeah. Uh, the reality is, is I'm still trying to figure out what that is like trying to balance my calling, um, with my consistency with my home, mm. right? Um, I'm really good about serving other people. I'm, you know, I'm, it's, it's, you know, we've, when we do live events, we do it right. Like we, we change yep. lives and we make sure people know that you're in the right environment and the right soil and let's grow, let's go, let's get it done kind of thing. Um, but if I'm honest with myself, occasionally I've, I've had pretty intense times of not being able to replicate that in my own home. Mm. And I think for me, one of the things that I've done differently is I've tried to acknowledge that to the people that matter. So when my son says, Hey, look, you know, I've been trying to talk to you for six months and like I, you're, you're like, every time I try to talk to you, you're brain fried. Like you're, you're looking at me like a zombie mm. and my wife say the same thing. And you know, you hear that once, twice, eventually it breaks your heart and you're like, okay, something's got to shift. Something's got to change. So what I've tried to do since then, and again, this is a work in progress. So I'm, I'm going to be like, I we said, all are, don't worry. Completely, yeah. So I'm being completely out there, um, is one, I'm going to own it. Number one thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna own where I'm at in my journey. So where I'm at in my journey right now is I love what I do. I love what I do. I love serving. I love writing. I love speaking. I love coaching. I love teaching. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm not tying my identity or my value to it, though. And I think we can easily get to the place where we're tying our identity and value to the, the thing, yep. right? Yep. Or the monetization of the thing to, yeah. to call it success. Um, but I had this interesting realization. is like, okay, what does it mean to get all of that stuff? And then lose my family in the process, have my son feel like he's not loved or he's abandoned or have my wife feel like I don't love her or don't care because none of that's true. Right. Um, so what I've had to do is I've had to own it. I've had to go to all of my family members before, like my, you know, people in my household specifically and sit down with my wife and say, you're right. 
you're right. It's been months since we've done a date night. We need to do a date night like yesterday. And we have to be protective over that. Um, the same is true with my son, right? One of my, one of my sons actually works within the Journey Principles Institute. Another one's currently at college. Um, I, I discovered that my son who's at college is, is a very detailed analytical thinker. And every time he would come and sit down with me, um, he would be talking to me in my eyes and my, and my phone goes, bzz, 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 and I would pick it up and look at it. And the moment I did that, he's like, you don't care about me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know that when I'm in his presence, I got to put my, my, my dinging devices, no matter what they are. Cause my ADHD brain wants to go, Whoa, what was that? What was that? What was that? Squirrel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Squirrel, dog, fence. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All together, you know, kind of thing. And I've, I've learned that, um, you know, I've got to, I've got to get rid of the dinging. Right. Yep. So I, I own it. I'm trying, number two, I'm trying to remove the distractions yep. that could come up to eliminate that. I know one of the things that we've talked about is, uh, Maybe doing something in the future out in Montana together, some kind of oh, yeah. like retreat or hideaway. And you're coming and, out, man. We're getting yeah, you man. out in the wilderness. <laughs> uh, yeah, heck yeah. Um, by the way, everybody needs to hear your horror story with you and your dad. By the way, if you ever if you haven't shared that, you need to share that on uh, share that on the podcast. Or you can watch his amazing performance at Market Movers. That was yeah. awesome. You guys got to check that out. But. Uh, I- I appreciate that. Yeah. What he's referencing is, um, his amazing event market movers, 2021 that I spoke at and I got some great footage from it. Yeah. It I'll, uh, I'll have to post it soon. I just got it back from Mikey and yeah, it's, it's looking <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just, you know, so own it. Number one, number two, remove distractions. Number three, plot a new course and number four, stick to the course. Right. So it's one thing to say, I'm sorry. It's one thing, one thing to say, I'll do better. It's another thing entirely to actually follow through with it. Yeah. And I think for me, that's where I'm at in my journey is I'm in the process of follow through. Mm-hmm. And, I, and follow through builds trust and non-follow through destroys it. And with I think yourself. every... Yeah, ourselves yeah. and our family. Think and about our it. family, yeah. Yeah, you say I'm sorry enough times. You're like, he said I'm sorry, but he's not sorry at all. Right. Or he's, or he, you know, he said he would take me on a date night, but we still haven't been on date night six months. We went that one time, but it's been six months since. Yeah. Right. You've got to be intentional. And, you know, those are the things that I'm currently using to try to balance that work life balance. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, that I love what I do. I mean, my wife came to transfer me this past weekend. And, you know, and, and outside of there, we had like a little like, conflict going into the event because she's watched me spend so much time and energy preparing for the event and getting ready for the event. Now my heart was to serve, yep. but I'm still her husband. She still deserves my attention. She still deserves my feedback. She still deserves my communication. Right. And when I don't do those things, she has every right to feel frustrated, angry, and, and, um, abandoned to a certain level. Right. That's not my heart. It's not what I want. Hmm. Right. So you take all of that, you wrap it up and then you fix that. I mean, my wife was literally last night giving me brand new ideas on how to scale up this, this, this event that, you know, was incredible by itself. It's like, okay, what, what, how do we make it better? And she's like, well, I got some ideas. <laughs> I'm like, all right, rock and roll. Let's go. Love it. Tell, tell the happy hustlers about transform you, your recent event and who were some of the speakers and, and kind of who's it for as well. Yeah. So transform me live 2021 was going to be, uh, our catapult into the future. So it's our signature <clears throat> event. Um, I bring in 13 world-class thought leaders from all over the world um, with strategic purpose um, to teach strategic things in a strategic order, in a strategic way. 
Okay. The reason I say that is because a lot of conferences that you go to teach you theology, but they don't teach you how to break it apart and utilize the theology. Hmm. Transform You Live is designed to be an avenue where you not only learn from the thought leader about the, you know, like we'll take Tracy Litt, for example, who, who spoke in depth on fear and how to beat fear and overcome fear. Okay. Well, there's lots of speakers who talk about overcoming fear, but Tracy's the only person I know that actually breaks down how to break down fear. Yeah. Right. So I try to position myself to bring in thought leaders, um, you know, that I have personal relationships with that I believe in. I love their, I personally have utilized or or listened to their content. Um, I consider them mentors just as much as friends. Um, So, you know, if we take Anthony Trucks, for example, he's the foremost authority right now on identity. Like he really is. Um, Tom Bilyeu, Peak Performance Mindset. Lisa Bilyeu, Peak Performance Wellness. Um, Evan Carmichael, um, Understanding and Overcoming, Building Up, you know, from Building Away from Limiting Beliefs and Actually Getting into Believing. Yeah. Um, you know, Amberly Lago on Grit and Grace. Uh, gosh, there were so many. Mark Drager, Ira Davis on, you know, laying out a dream that is attainable and, and truly tangible. Mm. And ultimately, what Transform You is for is it's for the person who wants a fresh start or a second chance. Hmm. Both of those things were important aspects in my life. Steve Meyer gave me a second chance I did not deserve, and I swore to myself I would never, ever, ever look back. And as a result, I haven't, and that's where the bulk of what you see has come from. Hmm. However, my grandfather in that same time frame gave me a fresh start in regards to my faith specifically, where I had spent quite a bit of time completely disconnected from anything remotely close to the divine in nature from the basics of prayer and meditation or even being mindful. Mm-hmm. Like I was a walking zombie, right? These types of things are so inherent and so important to our humanity and um, for lack of a better word, sanity that not having them by definition makes you practically impossible to be resilient. So it's, it's like, we teach you how we show you how, and then we walk with you through the next steps. Mm. And inevitably what happened is in Transform You Live, and you never know who's in the audience, right? And this particular audience, um, you know, the testimonials start firing in when, when the thing's over, right? Yeah. Um, we know that we saved two lives, people who were on the verge of wanting to take their life. We wow. know we've started three businesses, people that were on the fence about starting a business, not starting a business. Do they have what it takes to start a business? How do I start a business with nothing? All this kind of stuff. Um, we know that we saved a couple of marriages so far. We know that we had countless people that had massive identity shifts, massive mm-hmm. authenticity shifts, which is just as important as an identity shift because I find that most of the world's frustration is because they're living someone else's life. Yeah. And they're living someone else's life because someone else around them says you should be living this life. Yeah. In other words, they're not creating the life from within and then working it from without. They're letting the life be told to them from without to then try to live it within, which just doesn't make any sense. Mm. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that, you know, it does clearly a passion project for me, right? Yeah, no. Well, it's amazing. And, you know, I love just the overarching concept of taking someone's current reality and and just transforming it into their dream reality. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of reverse engineering the process and and having clear goals and then having mm-hmm. support and mentors and and then actually 
you know, doing the work like step by step. And, and that's where real shift happens, right? Like he yeah, yeah. says, yeah. where you actually, you got to do the work, but you yeah. have to know the steps to take. And that's what Steven's obviously very passionate about. And with transform you, where can people go? Can, can they see a replay? Is there, we are actually working on that. Cause we actually got, it's funny. We got done with the, the thing in our virtual audience it was like, where's the replay? Where's the replay? We want the replay. Yeah. Because you know, it's, it's funny. They, they said, I spent, I spent three days, 12 hours a day glued to my teeth. Go to my monitor. Yeah. I don't know. Where's the replay? Right. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. When we do transform you, when we do transform you live, we do it right. So it's a full fledged production. I bring in, like I yeah. brought in a Nashville recording artist as, as entertainment. Yeah. Um, we have freedom ceremonies. We have all kinds of things to kind of awaken what's special within you. Um, and as a result, we have, I don't know, I think 70 terabytes, 70 oh, wow. terabytes of content. Oh my um, now we do a rough edit while we're actually shooting the entire event. Um, yeah. but in the process of that, we're now going through the process of cleaning it up. And as soon as we have it clean, we're going to load it into transform you online. And if you're interested in kind of seeing the replay, which dude, <laughs> some yeah. of those, Oh man, sorry. I'm having flashbacks. Um, yeah, it's insane. Insane yeah. in a good way. Right. Um, if they're interested in that, they can just go to stevenscoggins.com, click transform you up. Click, click transform you online and the okay. more of it. Amazing, man. Well, this is just, I, I love hearing your, your passion come through about this event and, you know, myself facilitating, I don't know how many events I haven't actually done like a full fledged online event like you did, but just events in general are so much work. It becomes your baby and mm -hmm. it's like something you're so deeply immersed in. So I just, you know, give you a tip of the hat and kudos Thank for you. crushing it and, and really getting that caliber of speakers. And, and I'm just, you know, I, I'm curious about kind of doing a little, uh, 180 pivot here for the people out there listening, the happy hustlers who are like, you know, I'm, I want to be a thought leader. I want to mm -hmm. be, um, on stage at to transform you, you know, and yeah. I want to have a, a personal brand business or the power to impact others and inspire and educate. What would you say to the happy hustlers out there listening who want to become thought leaders? Where, where do you start? So I would, from my personal perspective, and this is after doing it wrong for a very long time. So I, when I started my journey, <clears throat> um, I just started getting out there and talking about whatever came to the top of my head, um, which was very confusing to people who were following, right? Mm. So like today he's talking about entrepreneurship. Yesterday yeah. he's talking about mastering his life. Today he's talking about changing his oil. Tomorrow he's talking about building, you know, like it's, you know, it's <laughs> all over the place, right? Um, I think the number one thing that you have to figure out is you have to be able to look within yourself and figure out what your voice actually is. You know, one of our mutual friends, Rory Vaden, likes to say, you've got to figure out what your uniqueness is and exploit it in the service of others, right? Yep. Um, I've been still, you know, even now, I mean, I was talking to Evan Carmichael day before yesterday, and he goes, man, he goes, he goes, I know you think you're a limitation artist, meaning you're, you're someone who helps people break the limitations. <clears throat> he goes, here's what I see. I see you're the guy that takes chances on people. He said, all your, all your kids are not, are not biologically yours. You took, you took a chance on them, started developing them. And, and now literally your daughter is like your daughter. You met her as a single, you met her as a single pregnant waitress, right? Mm -hmm. um, all the people on my team that, that are doing things for me, right? Um, you're the guy who takes a chance on the people who are unseen, unheard, undervalued. And one of the things that I look at <clears throat> is, you know, one of the things I also want to do is I want to create a pathway for people to be less obscure more intentional and far more 
focused on what it is they have to offer. So I think step one is get super duper clear on who you need to be or how you need to position that message. Um, and to let's be honest, the best people in the business that you and I know are yep. Rory and AJ Vaden, right? Yeah. You want it, you brand builders group, you want to know where to go, how to do it as far as getting super clear on you. Yeah. Um, do that before you decide to start putting yourself out there on a consistent basis. Doesn't mean you can't start building an audience, but before you really start to step out and like trying to produce mini courses and all the different widgets to come with being a thought leader. Yeah. Because you'll blow a bunch of money. Yeah, and you'll you confuse everybody, right? So that's step one. Step number two is actually going to be to uncover and build up your visual identity. And I know we don't have time to completely break that down to here, but um, yeah. if if you tell me somebody, you re, like Carrie Jack, I love you to death. You t- you send somebody my way, I'm going to pick up the phone. That's just how it works. And we yeah. can talk about how maybe good ways to build up a visual identity. Um, and the third thing is then to start leveraging yourself. And actually, this is the most difficult that I've seen out of thought leaders. And I, I'm doing this because um, during the event, Evan Carmichael surprised me on a panel discussion, decided to pull my son up on the panel discussion with me. Oh, wow. Because apparently they've been playing around in the chat for two days straight when he did it. Puts up on the stage with me. And then my son's like, you know, I want to do what my dad does kind of thing, which of course, like, <laughs> you know, like on my side. Yeah. But he's like, well, okay. He goes, Stephen, what would you tell him um, to do to get started? I say, where's your phone? And he goes, right here. I say, I can pull it out. Okay. Okay. Open Instagram. Okay. Swipe the stories. Okay. All right. Record us on stage right now and tell them what you're learning right now. Right. That is the hardest stinking thing is to pull up your phone. Like, we'll do this for fun. Um, Just doing gonna, a video. Yeah, we're going to do yeah. it for fun. Because um, we're, we're going to yeah. talk, talk about big things here. Let's see here. He's <clears> busting <throat> his phone out for those of you who are just on the yeah, audio we're version. We're busting the phone out. Um, for those of you guys, <laughs> Steven underscore Scoggins on Instagram, you're going to see this later. Yeah. All right. So, all right, here, so here we go. Carrie Jack, Happy Hustler podcast, recording our podcast right now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so the question was, is what's the number one thing you could do to start uh, getting yourself out there and doing a, uh, becoming a thought leader? As Evan Carmichael taught my son during Transform You Live, the number one thing you can do is exactly what we're doing right now, which is pulling your phone out, taking a chance, putting yourself out there and making it work. Peace. Amen. Amen to that. And so, that, now, and that, so now we got a story we'll share. And, and then, you know, this is, yeah. this is it. Yeah. So yeah. figure out who you are to figure out how you need to be positioned. Put your message out there, get to work, and don't give up. Mm. Mic drop. Love it. I mean, and that's really what it comes down to is getting clear on who you are, who you want to be, you know, what problem you can solve for people, your uniqueness, and then putting yourself out there, you know, yeah. doing the work. Like that, that's and and here's the thing, guys, too, all the happy hustlers, you know, it starts off pretty quiet you got to be okay with the crickets, you know, where it's like, no, no one's watching my videos, but that gives you time to find your voice. And that's, you know, like the first, whatever, 50 episodes of the happy as a podcast. I know of your show probably weren't nearly as good as what they are now today, but it took that time. It took those reps. It's just like anything worth doing. It takes time. So I love that you went there, man. Now I do like to ask all my guests, a couple different happy hustle hacks in a couple different disciplines. So this is maybe a tip, a tool, a tactic, something in in these different areas of life. First, let's talk about health. You know, I know you're big into health. Mm -hmm. What is something that you do a happy hustle hack? Will you, that, you know, you could share with the happy hustlers out there, you know, that's something that helps keep you mentally sharp or, or physically strong um, in regards to health. 
Yeah. So happy hustler hack number one is going to be put a routine in place that forces you to take action on a daily basis. Okay. I wake up at 5 a.m. pretty much every day, maybe 5.15, maybe, uh, maybe. right? Some, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, I spend time in gratitude, prayer, and meditation first thing in the morning. I'm, I want to I ask my creator to bring good people into my life, bring opportunities in my life. Let me be of service to other people on a consistent basis, like open, open that conduit for the day. Yep. And then my next step is I hit the gym, right? Doesn't matter if it's treadmill, doesn't matter if it's weightlifting or whatever, but while what's in my earbuds typically is an audio book, um, a YouTube clip or something like that that's feeding my mind, my body, and my soul on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. What I've discovered is, is anytime I don't do those two steps first thing in the morning, the rest of my day is kind of, it just feels off and like a wreck. I feel mm-hmm. more stress, more anxiety, more <sighs> frustration yep. and overwhelm. But when I do those things, it seems like I'm twice as resilient three times as focused and four times as effective. Yeah. So I think happy hustler hack number one is going to be basically put a routine in place that virtually guarantees the action you need to take on a daily basis. Um, number yeah, two, great. number two, gosh, on the physical side um, is going to be to f- make sure I'm getting cardio exercise yeah. and weight training exercise because too much weight training doesn't help your heart and too much heart training doesn't make you actually like physically strong. Yeah. No, it's a great point. I love the routine aspect. You know, everyone has a different morning routine, but it's important to get those those pillars of gratitude and prayer and meditation. Mm -hmm. And then obviously some type of physical movement, uh, hyperhydration. A lot of people get dehydrated Mm -hmm. when they're sleeping. And then, you know, make sure you just put good into your brain, you know, so that you are getting that inspiration. So I love that. Let's talk about money. I, I always like to go there. You know, I think it's very important to look at money as the tool it is. It's the frequency it makes you more mm-hmm. of who you are, I believe. Yeah. Um, what would you say is a happy hustle hack? Something that's helped you save or invest or spend wisely that you can share with the happy hustlers in regards to money? Yeah, happy hustle hack number. Two, I guess number number one with money is going to be. <laughs> I use I use a three part framework as it relates to business. Um, I test, I invest, and then I scale. So what that what does that mean? That means I'm going to test a concept, an idea before I sell the farm and and just both feed in and whatever. Okay, um, if it tests okay, then I'm going I'm going to invest more time, talent, resources into making that thing grow. If the investment pays off, now I'm really looking at how do I scale it? How do I actually scale it? Mm-hmm. Um, in a personal financial situation, it's kind of the same framework, right? It's like. I'm not going to intentionally go out and spend more money than I have. I'm not going to take on a bunch of debt because I don't need anybody owning my life, right? I don't need I don't need the the Bank of America telling me what I can and can't do, like you know how much money I can save or how much money they can take or whatever. Um, yep. And I'm using that loosely. Bank of America. I'm sure you guys are good guys. I, you know, I, I bank with a credit union. It's okay, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But it's it's like yeah. one of those things. It's like. You know, it's the same process. I'm I'm going to test an environment before I go and invest in crazy ambitions. Like I might I might test Bitcoin, right? But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just test it for a day or test it for a week or test it for a month. I might test it for a year. Yeah. Before I push some more, before I put more chips in the table towards it. Yeah. Because I don't know where it's going to land. I mean, there's all kinds of cryptocurrencies like that you could technically choose from. You know, so there's. There's, there's strategy behind it. You know, there's, there's investing test or testing, investing and scaling. And I think if you follow that three part framework, um, you'll be more lucrative than you think you will.
Test, invest, scale. Love it. Crush that. Let's talk about spirituality. You know, something that helps you tap into a higher power. Um, you know, maybe your practice or something that you, you know, I don't like, I know the happy hustlers out there. It, it doesn't matter to me what you believe in, you know, it, whether it's God yeah. or Buddha or Allah or whatever, it's just important to me that you have faith, you know, sure. in something bigger than yourself. And so I'm just curious, what's a, a happy hustle act in regards to spirituality that you could share? Yeah. So happy hustle or happy hustler, happy hustle hack number one <laughs> spirituality is going to be uh, one consistent daily prayer and meditation. Right. Mm-hmm. When I say prayer, I to me, prayer is two parts listen, two parts listening, one part speaking. Yep. Okay. One where I think we go wrong with prayer specifically is we spend two parts talking, barely any listening, and the rest yeah. is noise. Right. Yeah. So you have to get your you have to get yourself to a common enough state where you can actually quote unquote hear the divine. I believe if you're willing to listen out for the divine, the divine will talk to you. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, unctions, words, feelings, whatever, tinglies, like whatever, whatever modality. The other thing that I think is a little more unique that I'm weird about is I like to have constant reminders, not idols, not like I'm sitting down and staring at a statue and saying, oh, praise be to whatever. Yeah. But more of reminders. So it, this is going to sound silly, but it's something that I do. It's my thing is when I speak, you'll always notice I'm wearing white shoes. Okay. And the reason you know that I'm always wearing white shoes, or the reason I'm always wearing white shoes, is it's it's a reminder to me specifically. It's de- it's it's for me and my connection with God. Okay, so God is my divine power. <clears throat> Saying that, I realize you put me here. I realize I have a responsibility to do right by you. Therefore, I give everything over to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wear white shoes to remind myself I'm walking on holy ground. Okay, mm-hmm. that's nothing more than a piece of symbolism. Okay. Now, again, it may sound strange and silly to other people, and that's okay. You can find your thing, right? But it's a, it's a piece of tangible symbolism that reminds me while I'm like I have to look at my feet before I walk on stage because I'm typically bouncing around and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it also I've actually called it doing this to me when I'm speaking. Sometimes I want to say this phrase, but something in my spirit checks me and said, "Ooh, you're walking on holy ground," um, and I'll rephrase the phrase before it leaves my mouth. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So those are some basic examples. Is like, you know, is it a bracelet? Is it a ring? Um, is it a necklace? Like, you know, a lot of people wear crosses and stuff. Most people don't yeah. have any affiliation to why they're wearing a cross. They just think it looks cool. So that's why they wear it. Yeah. Um, but you got to have your thing, right? Um, you know, some people like Tibetans have um, prayer beads. I've had yeah. prayer beads yeah. before. Um, you can use any prayer bead to remind yourself of different things. It's kind of a, you know, especially like people like myself, like I'm ADHD. So I've got these blocks in my hand. I've been playing with the entire time we've been talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. These types of, I mean, they're just, they're, they're tangible reminders. So I think open your heart to tangible reminders um, to keep yourself focused. Cause I think it's easy to get distracted away from a spiritual health that we all need. Right. Yeah. The most dysfunctional, destructive people on the planet I see have zero tie to any kind of spiritual um, lifeline or anchor at all. Yep. Right. So whatever that is for them. Yeah, man. I love that. Have some type of spiritual symbolism for you guys out there listening. And it's really important to have those daily reminders. And then obviously just tap in with prayer, meditation, gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are great, man. Now, I do want to run through the rapid fire round with you. Uh, Gosh, I hope I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, you're (laughs) ready, man. This is basically where I ask you random questions and you answer honestly. First things that comes to mind. Are you ready? I'm ready now. Okay. Favorite food. Go. 
Uh, cheesecake. Favorite movie. Passion of the Christ. Favorite book. Entree leadership. Best business advice. Build the build yourself, build, then build the business. What's your spirit animal? Lion. Three things you're most grateful for. My wife, my life, and my impact. If you had one piece of content that was going on a billboard for the world to see, and this was going to be the last thing you ever created, what's that billboard read? You can do it. What was your first hustle? First thing you did for money? Oh, gosh. Sold candy in high school. <laughs> I love it. Dude, you crushed that rapid fire round. Man, that was impressive. I love it. Steven, where can people go to find out more about you, You know, to learn out what you're up to? Give us some links. Man, if, if people want to stay connected, I would love to have a, maybe a follow or something on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can find me at Stephen underscore Scoggins on Instagram, just my name on Facebook. And then uh, if you want more information, free mini courses or free eBooks, stuff like that, um, you can go to stevenscoggins.com. Love it, man. And Stephen, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you, brother. I just appreciate you for sharing your love, your light, your wisdom with the oh, happy thanks, hustlers man. and me. And and it's just been awesome getting to know you better and better and uh, looking forward to our, our mutual synergies and collabs yeah, in the man. future. So appreciate you, bro. Yeah, likewise, dude. Love you, man. Love, love everything you're doing. Love, love your... Dude, you have a bright, bright, bright light around you. And when you're around you, when you're around Carrie Jack, especially in person, guys, <laughs> like you just feel like you're, you're like, like somehow standing inside the sun. Like it's a, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, but you're not man, getting, but you're that. not getting burned. You're just getting bright. That's all. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. Hey, appreciate that and receive it. So thank you, man. So I do want to give you an opportunity to say any final words to the happy hustlers out there uh, before I ask you the last question. Yeah. Final words. Um, no matter what you're facing, no matter where you've been through, no matter what you think you're mountain is it's not over and you can do it stick with it it'll work out mm, love it now final question what does happy hustling mean to you man happy hustler means making your impact while also taking care of your family and leaving a legacy that outlives you boom steven scoggins mic drop everyone thanks for watching and listening we are out peace and love Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.